Hello, everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the Mal. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Mal, what's going on? I'm still alive. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, we all are. Important week of basketball news. I know it's the off season, but there were some moves, man. There's some there's some things that we're gonna talk about. We got the NBA schedule that just dropped. Wow, wow, is very nice. We got some trades. We got some Lakers slander because what would this show be without the Lakers slander and right. us defending it? <laughs> and then we got a special birthday shout out for a special Mamba at the end of the show. Listen up. All right, but let's get into it now, Mal, shall we? Let's do it. All right, first things first. I'm the realist. <laughs> Iggy Azalea, where you at? Are yeah, she's trying to uh, date Tristan Thompson now or something? No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> the NBA, they released the schedule for the 2022 season. Hell yeah! I used to say Christmas in July, but I guess it's Christmas in August this year. <laughs> We're finally getting back to the 82 games now. That's what the NBA said. They confirmed that this season will finally be a full-blown season. So we got opening day, the Nets, Bucks, and then we also have the Warriors, Lakers. Um, yeah. yeah. Who doesn't so, like seeing the Warriors, though? Eh. What? Not these last two seasons. Oh, of course, I they're injured. Season, yeah, they're yeah. injured. But, yeah, when they're fully, like, full health. But we don't even know that, too. I, I say that'd be better, like, save them towards the end. But then, like, the next opening game is going to be on Wednesday, 1020, the Nuggets versus the Suns. That's the one I probably want to watch the most from the second day of opening week. Yeah, both of those teams, Western Conference-type contending. They seem like the heavyweights. Let's see how they are going to start the season. Yeah, and then Thursday, I know that's what you want to see, the Mavs versus the Hawks. Trey versus Luka, you're right on that one. I actually want to see Clippers-Warriors, though. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I want to see if the... uh, Ghost of Clippers Pass is still haunted by Steph Curry and co. Oh, it is. Ooh. (laughs) Because Chris Paul's gone. Blake Griffin's gone. You know, that entire... Doc Rivers is gone. That entire roster that was battling Steph Curry and co, like, when the Warriors were on the come up, is, like, completely revamped. Let's see if this new Clippers... Team could do anything. Yeah. Or franchise or administration. Yeah. Yeah. This this group of of players. Or iteration. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think, like... Oh, Kawhi's going to be out too, right? They, we don't even know when he's coming back as That's well. That's very true as well. You know, I so forgot you, about that. So you're not even going to see both teams that they're fully, you know. Yeah, Sans Clay, Sans Kawhi, Draymond and Steph versus Eric Bledsoe and co now, <laughs> right? <laughs> we'll get into but that a later. little later. And then to finish it off on the Friday, this is what I, I this is the game I want to see too to finish off the opening weekend. The Nets versus the 76ers. That's going to be a good one. And I think this one might be good. I think the Lakers... At Suns, yeah, we'll keep it at the Phoenix Mirage still so like they can get back to the, the Western Conference playoffs. All right, well, that was the opening weekend. We got Christmas Day games right here. Atlanta and New York. Solid. Boston at Milwaukee. I'm actually kind of interested in that one. Golden State at Phoenix. Mm. Brooklyn at Lakers. This is definitely the one I'm going to watch. Everybody's going to be watching That's this. the primetime yeah, one right you there. you know it. You know it. It's a Southern California tradition, right? We don't got the Yule Log. We got the Laker game. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. I want to see what the Nets and Lakers are going to pull out. I hope everybody's fucking there and they're all, like, gelling by then. It's going to be a good barometer for both of those teams. I hope they really bring it. Uh, hopefully, there's a cool little jersey edition. Do you think there's going to be a Christmas jersey? You know they will. Yeah, of course. It's Don't Nike. It, but <laughs> I told you, like, I, I, already, I already know what it's going to be. It's just going to be, like, 
$10 extra for just like little lights around the NBA logo or something stupid like that. I know it. And then Mavs at Jazz. I know you're staying up to continue to watch that. Oh, the TV's going to be on all day. That's how my Christmas usually is. It's on the back burner. Um, sometimes we pay attention or not, but yeah, I'm going to keep it on from dusk till dawn. Thank you, Jesus. Moving on to our next order of business. We mentioned them earlier. We'll talk about them now. The LA Clippers. Making moves, making moves. Are they the right ones, though? So, yes, talking about the Clippers, they just traded for Eric Bledsoe. He's coming back to the Clippers. He was there briefly uh, during the early era of the Lob City. I don't know if you remember. He was like a backup to Chris Paul. But anyways, he's coming back after a season with the Pelicans. They traded Rajon Rondo and Patrick Beverly to Memphis in exchange for Bledsoe. Uh, Pat Bev, he tweets, grit and grind. Let's get it. The next day, they ship him to Minnesota. Double damn. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sucks. Well, like, how horrible that is for him, you know? Because, like, I was looking at all the social media shit and everything, and everybody's, like, making memes with, like, these are these are my next, the next five years are mine, you uh, know? So I just feel bad for him, bro. Like, yeah, he's just getting right? fucking murdered on. Like, I don't know if his Stay murder, offline. I don't yeah, know. I don't even know if that, like, you know, like, I bet you at the strip clubs are talking shit to him too, full. Like, dude, how could you, how'd you fall like this? It's worse than Denise Schroeder over there. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's just like all that, like, the disrespect is horrible, you know? And it, like, I know me and you were talking off air, but it's just because, like, yo, he's just good at what he does that's why he's such an asshole because like that's one of his main jobs is to just you know irk the shit out of you while you're playing and he just does such yes. a good job i'm gonna bring this up to joffrey baratheon in game of thrones you hated him but he did his job because you were supposed to hate him mm-hmm. so yeah it's like you're supposed to hate pat bev and then he just gets traded away and it's like oh he's so close on the cusp of you know championship contention and then they trade him away but yeah it sucks for him he's paid his dues uh, it would be unfortunate for him to kind of end his career at the end of like a, a a team on the come up. I do still believe that Pat Bev can be a very integral piece in oh, a yeah. championship team. He's that spiritual leader, man. You need that. He's like that Ron Ron that the Lakers had, you know, like, yeah, you know, you're going to need him at some clutch moment. And there are going to be times we've seen it with our team. I'm just using the Lakers. Like, why don't you have a pest like Pat Beverly? You're not asking him to score 15 to 30 points a night. You know, it's like, no, I, we need you to irk the shit out of the, that star player now irk him next you know irk that guy you what know? about urkel <laughs> you know? it's all about purple urkel, oh, urkel. <laughs> shout out to apu but uh yeah no i just feel bad for him you know because like you said everybody would love him on your team you know it's like you know what you're expecting when you get him so I, like i don't like see the like horrible disrespect from the league right now because i i kind of feel like he'll probably get traded one more time I, but, that's what i do i don't know like don't end your career there Provide as much wisdom and knowledge that you can to Cat and D'Lo. But, yeah, try and get bought out. Sit yourself out. Yeah, They're not going to listen to him, fool. They didn't even listen to Butler or Tibetho. The only one who has, like, any chance of listening is, uh, fuck, where's Rondo going? Uh, with Ja, you know? Like, that's the only person I feel like who would listen. And, like, what a good person to listen from. Breaking news. Well, Malv, I hate to burst your bubble, but I don't think he listened for that long because Rajon Rondo is now back with the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah! Yes, the roster did get older, but my personal opinion, I think Kendrick Nunn is going to be playing a lot more in the regular season. Don't forget how good of a shooter Nunn is. And this team, already with Westbrook and now Rondo, needs as much shooting on the floor as possible. And come playoff time, let's hope playoff Rondo lives up to that playoff name. I think he will. I'm excited. 
Back to Malvin Mowgli. So that's on Memphis's side. What about the Clippers? Does Eric Bledsoe elevate the Clippers to the next level? I say as a well out of this trade, I would say yes, but not that much. This would have been good, like I've been saying five years ago. Like even with Kawhi signing the extension, but well, now he's being injured. fucking injured, yeah. you know. And then like PG just seems like an extreme variable, you know, because like yeah, he'll have these amazing games, but then there are other times when you want him or need him or he's not there. I felt they needed someone bigger, someone more skill, or someone I don't know, some something that I feel would push them to another championship contention. Really, you know. What are your thoughts on that? The short answer, I think no. Thinking back to last season, he was with New Orleans. He flew kind of under the radar there. Uh, they still had a losing record and didn't make the playoffs. And he just got traded away from a championship team, the Milwaukee Bucks, the season prior to that. Um, take that for what it's worth. Who knows? They just didn't fit in and they won the championship. I think Eric Bledsoe and Reggie Jackson's roles are going to be kind of butting heads a little bit. And Reggie Jackson redeemed himself last yeah. season in the playoffs. You bring Eric Bledsoe in here, I'm not sure what his role is going to be in or if he's going to buy into what Ty Lue and the, the team want him to do. Um, well, you would think he would have to, too, because he's on his last couple of seasons as well, yeah, right? Yeah, he like, might have know? that wake-up call yeah. that we could we were talking about where it's like, let's you know humble myself. Yeah. Kendrick, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Kendrick it. <laughs> That's the, the fucking theme of this yeah, season. Yeah, we'll just call it hashtag Kendrick. Oh, what should we call it? I don't even know. I, I like humble. Okay. Like, you know, humble yourself or sit down, be humble. Yeah. But it's like that too. But again, for me, I feel like the Clippers are good just because they have Kawhi and PG. You know, but like what we've been seeing, because it kind of happened to us this season, the same thing. We lost in the first round too because one wasn't too healthy and the other one was, you know, getting injured, you know? And I feel like... We already have a player, the Clippers do, I mean, in an organization that they know is injury prone, and that's Kawhi for them. So I don't feel like this would have been a player, like you said, elevates them to another level. You know, it just keeps them at a decent level. Okay, moving on, though, yes? Get it. Draymond and Kevin Durant, former teammates, best of friends, bitter rivals, now co-hosts. Right. <laughs> I guess they're not really a co-host. I guess Draymond is the, the host of the TV show Chips, and Kevin Durant was his first guest. So what did you think of that? Uh, I liked it. I, I just like, I just felt like their excuse for, their, you know, essentially saying that Steve Kerr should have did something more or, like, you know, the owner should have done a little bit more to help us through this. And then I was thinking of it. First, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that kind of does make sense, right? Like, a coach should you know, be doing this, should get in between two of their stars, you know, and let them know, like, hey, guys, let's clean this shit up, or, like, are we done done now? And uh, the way I interpret it is, like, Kirk comes from a fucking lineage of Phil Jackson and Greg Popovich, and I, I feel like, yes, there's a little bit of responsibility on the organization, but at the same time, like, you're two grown fucking men. Supposedly you were friends, right, before, you know, he called you in to come into the play with him. So, like, I, I don't know. I didn't see too much. I just thought, like, ugh, you're just trying to pass the blame on. But now you're cool, you know, because they seem like they're cooler now. And I, uh, that, at least, I think is is real. Like, yeah, that's just one big explosion. Sometimes you can't, you know, you thought you were going to be really cool at this fool working with him. But it's like, no, it's not, you know, like, because that fool is way bigger of a star. And that's where I felt from Draymond, too. He's just getting, like, his position's getting smaller and smaller through each edition. And that probably just messed him up, too. Could be a boiling point. You're right. Mm. Very true. Those epic teams like that are never really meant to last that long, right? That sucks, though. Yeah. You're, you're right. They don't, but, like, that's what the other one's like. That's just the way it is. It is. But it's like, <laughs> okay, then how does it work then, bro? Like, how does it work? Because 
from other examples we had, like, if I was friends with Kobe or Shaq, I would have been like, yo, fool, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, get in the gym, fool. Yeah, you right. Know? Stop making them Carl's Jr.'s commercials. I know you be eating after every bite, bro. <laughs> well, you know, well, Hey, you know I be drinking that Shaq tea, though. Oh, I'm not even going to lie with you. That shit's <laughs> yeah, good. we used to do that all the time. <laughs> Chasers for our full locos. <laughs> oh, man, the hood rat stuff. Oh, those shits are good. Well, anyways, it was a very interesting 20-something minutes. If you have time on YouTube, go check it out. It's a cool little piece. And, yeah, let's move on to the next free agency type of news, yeah? Joel Embiid, he gets the max deal. Philly, Philly. Were they silly, silly? No. No? No, <laughs> We better no. not be. Hulu never is silly. <laughs> You're right, Joel. Oh, okay. It's never silly. No, that, well, not for Joel. It ain't silly, but for Ben, damn. That's what we can talk about yeah. then now. So, so it seems like Philly is going to be building their team around Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. which is and- not a bad option. What does that mean for Ben Simmons? Bye-bye, fool. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs> Well, depending on if any team will take him, shit. I heard like the the fucking Sixers are trying to get deals for him, and everybody like, man, he really shot himself in the foot during this playoff season, bro. Like, you want Philly to get rid of Ben Simmons? No shit. Well, I'm no GM, but that that makes the smartest move to me. No, 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 <laughs> Mal. This is not what you do. You keep the six ten point guard no matter what. He's too much of a mismatch. Look. Can't make free throws. I know. Can't I'm, make threes. I was watching. I'm not going to argue that because that is very, very true. Scared I'm, of rims now, I hear. <laughs> I was watching Club Shay Shay, and he was with Ron Artest, and Ron Artest is talking about this issue. And he's saying, bring in those sports psychologists. It helped me tremendously. I don't know if... But Ron Ron was just crazy, crazy, fool. It was nothing that had to but do with it, shots. But if it anything. worked for him, it could work for Simmons. <laughs> no, it was the Zen master speaking through him when Phil was speaking hey, through hey, him. I shot it anyway, though. He <laughs> shot that's it anyway. Bye. Phil was telling me no, but see, that's what he needs. But I don't know, bro. Like... I guess if it worked for, what is it, Markel Fultz in fucking the same way when he went to Orlando. Philly's just tough, though. That's what it is. I forgot about Markel. They kind of mm. booted him out of there, too, and now they're doing the same to Ben Simmons. He's very talented, man. I, I like the fact, though, when when Joel Embiid isn't on the court, like, you can really see Ben Simmons shine. And he has kind of like a Giannis-type role where he is, the like, the focal point of the offense. Like, he's, he's like a gazelle. He can be a Giannis-type player. Yeah, but... The whole plan to have them was to have these two unique players that will give the other defense trouble, right? So why get rid of that? It's not working then. Then it's not working because these it's not it's one offense that's going off that, and then one you don't really have to worry about. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to cover Ben Simmons now that you really know his weakness, right? And like Joel Embiid is the main center that you really have to focus now. So while Philly's telling you that's who we're focusing on, that's what the other fucking teams are knowing too. Like, yeah, Joel Embiid is their dude. We already fucking ruined Ben Simmons' mind. But, you know, I just feel bad. Again, you feel bad, but, like, I'm going to say this. I went to the 76ers-Lakers game, I think, like, four or five seasons ago, and even, like, the non-native Jerseyans that were here are fucking brutal to the teams, you know? That was, like, I heard, like, the The most, non-native Phillies. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were even bad here. And I was like, what the fuck? So I could only imagine how it'd be in Philly, bro. Like, just if you're being garbage and your own fans would just be like, why are you so garbage right now? Ay, ay, ay. I feel bad for the boy. So hopefully <laughs> hopefully somebody finds a, a take, you know, take him somewhere. Yeah. Okay, as for Joel Embiid, though, how do you feel about this? Right move? Oh, yeah, fool. Come on. You don't think this is the right move? Come on. This is just too good for him. What I will say is this. Joel Embiid does deserve the max, but 
this should be the final kind of like crossroads between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Like this should be a wake up call for both parties. Mm. It's like this can be a dynasty in the making because you guys are both super talented enough for this. Don't destroy it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Another Atlantic Division foe, uh, the Boston Celtics. Marcus Smart. They've been together for a while. Guess what? He got the bag. Four years, seventy-seven million. My God, that's way too much. Too much? He's been proven. He, I think he earned that. I don't know. I just hate Marcus Smart. I, I know, you. right? I really do. I think. I just. Well, I, honestly, and I do feel that the NBA now and a lot of teams are giving money to a lot of uh, what, what kind of player would you call this? Like, yes, he's he's a very good piece for a championship team. He's he's part of a puzzle. I just hate his, you know. Getting all those mock fouls called on him, oh, just crying over it. I hate that. That's that's the one thing for me. But I know, like he brings the energy to the Celtics. Yeah, I would agree. All right, Let's- the designated <laughs> Lakers talk. Yes. Well, I wish it was better news, but it seems like the slander is just going to be nonstop this season, Malv. We're going to be defending, defending, defending. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's been a while since we've gotten pure Laker hate. Yeah. Right. Like it's been a while, while like. For sure, it was like the dynasty era. I felt the hate like all the time after like the seasons. Kobe's like right after the Celtics lost the first one when we lost against them the first time. And like now it's just way more hate than I've ever recognized though. The last time I think the other fans, opposing fans kind of like hated the Lakers this much. Probably 03 and 04 when Peyton and Malone came to the Lakers and it was kind of the super team. Mm. I think the Lakers... Given their status, given their championship pedigree, given you know everything about it, this is going to be the new supervillain team. I think uh, the Nets are going to fly under the radar now, and then they're going to push the Lakers as the villains. We're going to get a lot of booze. So this is good. we're going to be like the Heatles 2.0 right now? I think so. I think so. So Brace yourself. But, Haters are coming. But like you said, I, I feel like now I'm getting that because I didn't really see it that way, like the fan versus like the media coverage because like I see it now. There's a lot of the media, but at the same time, it's a lot of its own NBA hate, bro. LeBron got no votes, so he's getting hate from people in the NBA, more exactly executives. But, like, that's more hate. That's internal hate, bro. That's some Rodney Dangerfield type no respect, <laughs> huh? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that, zero votes for most uh, dominant player, basically, right? Um, Westbrook voted the worst offseason trade this season. What? And then on top of that, we got the NBA 2K ratings drop, and then they give an 85 to Westbrook. Bro, I'm out, man. Too much disrespect right there. How do you feel about that rating? I, we're talking about 2K, yeah. though, like, like it's so important. <laughs> no, but it is important now, right? Like, because I, I don't know if uh, any of our listeners heard or like seen that Bradley Beal's lady, his wife, his yeah. wife was going off against Ronnie 2K, bro, because of the rating. So, like, this shit's real. This is like, this is a new kind of status symbol, bro. Like, if you're an NBA player, mm-hmm. and to be honest, like they're shitting on Westbrook, bro. I wouldn't say high 90s or mid 90s, but 90 at least. Yeah, I agree. I think 90. he's a 90, and then he can work himself up because, dude, he was basically averaging a triple double last season. He's been doing it for the last five seasons, really, bro. Like, how how do you disrespect that way? You know, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, like, I don't know what it is with people. It, it, for sure, it's it's the LeBron and the Lakers feel together. Laker fans, I always feel like we always talk about like we're going to get this person, we're going to get that person, and then the one year we actually do get it all, it's like. Nah, nah, this is not good. We just spoke it into existence. I'm going to speak it into existence. Or it's like the media, because like even the media, the LeBron lovers, like the D-Riders, like uh, Brian Windhorst, uh, Nick Wright, Nick Wright um, they, they're even going against the Lakers and saying, they're too old, they're too old, they'll never do it, you know? like Or uh, Westbrook's hate is what we've talked about. It's like, he won't listen, he'll do whatever he wants. And I told you, it's like, 
I don't think that's how it went down. Or if it starts going that way, like LeBron's going to have something to say. They're also saying that this is the oldest roster in NBA history, right? 31.8. Is that really that old? No, man. And anybody who plays basketball, you know, at the park against grown men who are fucking good, know that they have a special experience that, like, youngins don't have. So that's why I love Westbrook's response to, like, all this hate is, like, we're going to beat them young, you know, those youngins, you know, next season. Just watch. And I like the fact that you mentioned that. This is kind of a representation of the old guard versus the new guard, right? This is the last hitch. This is the last team me and you were talking off I mean, of This is basically a transition of eras, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell them, tell them. You're, this is more of your idea. I loved it, though. Like Westbrook, Carmelo, Dwight Howard, LeBron, AD, the kind of last of that really great era. And then look at these youngsters making it to the finals. Devin Booker. Just the pure playoffs last DeAndre season, bro. Aiden, <laughs> Trey Young making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Luka. I bring up, Luka, exactly. Yeah, John Morant. Um, I bring up the Phoenix Suns. Yes, they did have Chris Paul, but the majority of that team young. was a bunch of youngsters. Mm-hmm. So is this a old guard versus a new guard passing of the torch? I like it, but that doesn't say they can't win. They were only lost really the first round in the playoffs because of injuries. you know. And I feel like... That's you, something you can't predict. Hopefully... No injuries. We Hopefully, really yeah. want to see what this team is capable of. Because I, and I think you as well, we don't feel like this team is that old. Mm-mm, no, not no. at all. Not in basketball. The way years. they play, the way they maintain their body. I know AD is probably the biggest question mark out of all of them. He has been for a while. But like LeBron, Dwight Howard, Russell Westbrook, all freaks of nature, yes? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Hey, Father Time undefeated, though. Yeah, we'll see what happens, Charles. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, all right. Enough of that Lakers slander. We want to end the show with a special birthday. Happy birthday! Kobe Bryant. We just wanted to talk about some of our cooler Kobe memories as fans. Well, for me, too, like, I, I was telling you, like, today, uh, and I'm pretty sure this next weekend, too, everybody, go on YouTube. You're going to see, like, every type of Kobe video you can. And I was re-watching one, like, the top 50 on the Bleacher Report. And, like, yeah, just seeing it again. Like, when you see just little plays from games, you're like, oh, fuck. I totally forgot that. bangers, dude. Yeah, no, bangers. And, like, the one that really stuck with me, obviously the 81. I don't really talk about, like, that was a dope game. I remember watching that. I remember watching the Mavericks game before that. And I remember even saying in that game, it was like, why is he out? Like, during like put him back in because he'll kill it. Like, I legitimately thought he was going to hit, like, 100 during that Mavs game. Who didn't? Who did you know? And uh, it just... That season was crazy. It was. And for me, it was just like, I'm just sad. Like, this is one of the only Laker legends I haven't met. You know? Like, I met so many of the other ones, honestly. And, like, now I need to meet Shaq. Yeah, like, right? You know? Like, I have to meet him now just, you know, so I could say it. But, uh... It was great memories being a basketball fan here, you know? Like We were spoiled, dude. Mm. All of our, like, what, fifth grade up until, what, a couple years ago, we were we were Kobe Bryant fans. And, like, the quality of the product was still that good, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you brought up the Raptors when he scored 81. I wanted to piggyback off what you just said. I feel like he always kind of owned the Raptors. I don't know why. Um, like, he had some crazy nail biters against them. And then there was this one game the 2012-13 season when he tore his Achilles. Uh, they were playing Toronto. They were down. They were playing terrible. And then Kobe hits these improbable three-pointers. Insane. And then he takes it to OT, and then he goes and dunks it. I think he passes, like, Aaron Gray or someone. And just, oh, man, magical season. Peace. Well, you know, we won't see another like him, you know? Happy birthday, Kobe. Gone but not forgotten. All right, well, I think that's a cool time to end this episode. Man, there's so much basketball we're so looking forward to. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, Charlotte and Terry Rozier, $97 million deal. Scary Terry, man. They got to give him that back, bro. All right, cool. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us 
at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will ya? At malv underscore n underscore mowgli. Malv, last thoughts? It's been a year since we thought of this idea of starting a podcast. Yes! And we want to just thank everybody who's listening and supporting us. And, you know, we're still going, we're still going strong and we're still going to try to pop this thing off. And I just want to thank everybody who's listening. Thank you so much. Happy birthday, Kobe. We'll be back here next week because we love off-season basketball.